My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Claire Riggins. <laughs> My middle name's Thomas. This is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Hey, welcome. Hello, everyone. Matt and Emily alone. No guest. Yep. We don't need other people. Now, normally, I say normally, meaning two-thirds of the time, we have a guest. This third of the time, we don't have a guest. No guest. Get him out of here. So what's going to happen is uh, Emily and I are going to drink some tea. That's and, true. Uh, then what are we going to do? Um, so we're going to drink some tea. Then mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. Me. Matt Thomas Armando <laughs> is going to bring us a topic to discuss. Now, uh, listeners, I don't know this topic. I have no idea. I didn't even slip it to her in a note. No. Uh, I didn't accidentally email it to her. Yeah. So I have not in any way been able to prepare this. She has no idea. It's a surprise. She hasn't prepared. The only preparation I've really done is my life, but... Uh, I I know the tea. Don't know the topic. She doesn't know the tea. It's technically her tea, but we're going to act like it's my tea. Yeah. It was a... I consider these teas that I brought you a donation to the pod because I have too many teas. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I need to get some more i'm like don't i have so many we've already had so much of what i own (laughs) i haven't bought any tea since uh that uh time we went to david's together bought some tea that's the last time i got tea i have bought tea since then i have mostly there's there's more tea in my apartment because people keep leaving it here that's true (laughs) i have I well, I got a lot of tea when I'm on my trip, so that's mostly where I've gotten all the teas. I yeah, have. one of the new teas I have even from your trip. That's true. <laughs> so many teas, so many teas. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. That's right, new. we're here with tea talk. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is how whenever that song ends, it's it's either thank you, Emily, or. We're here with Tea Talk now, some sort of NPR <laughs> style. We're here with Tea Talk now, and we have this nice tea here, and we're going to use these soft voices. Um, do you think people are put off that we're a tea podcast, but we normally don't have soft voices? <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought about it. You told me I wasn't allowed to whisper today. Um, I mean, do whatever you want, but don't whisper. it's a little hard <laughs> to pick up on the microphones. I won't whisper. I wasn't planning on it anyways. Uh, organic? Cinnamon. This Ru- is ruba rubo ribos riboys riboys I don't know rude boys. No, absolutely not. I think it's rubra rubra rubra. I think it's ruboys roy boys. We're rude boys. I promise we like tea. No, I think it's ribos. I gotta tell you this riboys. R-O-O-I-B-O-S. If you drink tea, you know what I'm talking about. I do know this tea for sure because I'm always afraid. Every time I go someplace and they have this, I'm afraid to pronounce it to the person because I never know. And Emily and I even looked up a pronunciation before this, and we already are screwing it up. So I know it as the thing that I keep screwing up. So anyways, organic cinnamon, rude boys, chai tea. (laughs) It's a chai. Yes. Uh, It's got cinnamon and apples in it that's it uh that's the only thing that isn't tea okay uh where's it from uh this is a david's tea wow is it from your it's from some sort of sample pack of yes it was from a a four pack of chais the other chais i finished 
It's uh, 70% fair trade. I'm going to guess that's the tea part. And then the apples and cinnamon are not fair trade. Oh, that's tough stuff. Um, I don't really... I, I not. I mean, I don't really know what fair trade... Uh, I think it just... Fair trade certified. Does that just mean they treat their workers well? I, I think so. And like, I don't know. It's a... It looks like it's a feel-good thing to say it's fair trade. Yeah, it's organic. That's great. Uh, yes, USDA organic. Uh, there's some other little. <laughs> I, need, I need like a magnifying. Oh, it's Canada organic. By la, what the heck? Oh, I bet that's in French. It's <laughs> biologique. It's something like that. Biologique. Biologique. Oh yeah, biologique Canada. I pronounce Canada like I Canada. thought they might. In the last episode, I said Toronto, which is how they, Toronto. Toronto. No, no, not Toronto. 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 That's how they say it. Toronto. 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 Do you think we just keep doing this rest of the pod up almost to keep listening? We should stop now. Okay. <laughs> um, I haven't had a sip yet. Have you? I have. Um, how do you think while well, I take my sip? So I need to tell a little story about this tea. Matt is, this is Matt's tea. I gifted it to him cause I have too many teas. Ooh, it's been gifted. I didn't, I didn't. Well, I mean, I might take it back. It's really up to you. Uh, yeah, no. Well, but the reason I hadn't finished it yet or even had any of it because the cinnamon, when you open it up, it smelled like big red. The chewing gum. And, yes. And I was so worried it would taste like big red and that sometimes cinnamony things kind of i don't love like i don't love fireballs because they're too big ready fireball fireball (laughs) i don't know um so i've been actually kind of afraid of this tea i'm gonna take another sip emily has been um shaking this whole time because she's afraid of the tea actively shaking um, it's really scary uh, she's drinking the tea. I'm realizing I'm supposed to provide commentary for this part. She's swirling it around in her mouth. She's coming back to the microphone. So I do think it's cinnamon. 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 Oh boy. Cinnamon. 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 I'm aller- I'm allergic to cinnamon. That's the thing with the rock. Do you remember that one? Like, do you know, do you smell what the rock is cooking? That rock, yeah. But there's like a movie where he's like, I'm allergic to cinnamon. I think it might be the Tooth Fairy. I haven't seen that movie. I'm going to be honest. I haven't either, but it's in the trailer. <laughs> um, Whenever people say cinnamon, I think about yeah. that trailer. <laughs> I was worried about it being too cinnamony. Cinnamony. Can um, you say the word cinnamon? Cinnamon. How about Massachusetts? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I refuse to go back down that lane. Um, you're from Boston, Mass. Sure, sort of. Worcester, Mass. Uh, Boston by way of Worcester to Brooklyn <laughs> through Cambridge. <laughs> um, but this tea is cinnamon based, um, but it's not as strong on the cinnamon as I expected it to be. Therefore, I, I am enjoying it. Good. And um, I, don't, I don't know if I, maybe I get a little chai. I don't know. Oh yeah, the chai part. Well, the thing is with me with chai is I'm so used to like, getting like chai lattes and that kind of chai That's true, that yeah. when i have like a straight chai like this like it doesn't uh resonate with me as much as a chai although it does have that sort of um although this is not the first or no actually the other chai that i used to like a lot i don't think we ever had on this podcast i think i ran out of it anyways uh <laughs> so that's a weird story uh but it has so that that spice 
that chai will have. Yes, I do. It does have some of the spiciness of a chai. Like, I don't know what I mean by spiciness in that term. Not hot, but that... Cinnamon, like... Kind of like what cinnamon does too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If only I was better at articulating flavors and tastes. It's not like I... I just kicked the microphone. (laughs) It's not like I, you know, have a podcast where I describe the tastes of tea to people. (laughs) Do you find that this tea makes your mouth dry? Um, no. No? I didn't put sugar in it. Maybe that's what it is. I think it, I think it has... I think that's that spiced thing. Yeah. Maybe, that kind of leaves... I think that's how your palate is accepting the this, this spice part of it. I don't know. I feel weird telling you what your palate is, but... Um, I don't know what my palate's doing. I'm not... I didn't need to be afraid of this tea. Although it smells like Big Red. It smells like Big Red, and I have to say, I think it tastes like Big Red tastes like if you've been chewing the big red for 30 seconds. So the worst part of big red. Actually, I'd say... No, the first 30 is like when it's really strong. Mm -hmm. And then like 30 seconds in, it's like a lighter flavor. Mm -hmm. And then like two minutes later, you have to spit it out. Yeah. So this tastes like the part that's not intense. It's not the intense beginning of big Mm -hmm. red, nor is it the flavorless awfulness that is the end of a piece of big red. (laughs) Hey, big red, we're looking for sponsors. Um... Gum is not meant to be chewed for more than two minutes. Um, I would say I generally agree. I used to chew, I just still do chew gum, but I used to chew my gum more, like I'd chew it longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I will only chew gum for like a couple minutes. And then I'm like, goodbye. Yeah. I hate the gum that starts to disintegrate in your mouth. That's gross. Yeah, that uh, is really gross. It's like the worst texture imaginable. Yes. And then you like don't know what to do about it because like, ugh, I hate it. Let, let, let's let that never happen to us. Um, Tea's looking a little bit like mulch. I a lot of say. mulchy tea on this pod. Well, this week it's it's definitely browner and looks like ground up tree. Yes. I remember when I was looking at it for to take the picture, it looked like literally chunks of bark. Yeah. Do you so. see apples in there? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm looking at. They're like little, uh, like almost peels, just like like little chunks of peel. Mm-hmm. Do you see any um, cinnamon stick chunks? Oh, yeah, I guess that's what some of this other stuff is. Cinnamon stuff. Cinnamon uh, shards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Check out our Instagram. <laughs> There'll be pictures on there someday. Can I- there you go, Emily. She's reaching. She's grabbing. She's got it. She's thinking. Hello, I'm back. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it, mm, mm-hmm. it just looks like mulch. There we go. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe in future weeks we'll just designate one person to like look at the tea. <laughs> I like the looking at tea part, but then like just one of us just goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sometimes. I think they're more interesting to look at, like if they have a lot of different fruits and stuff. Yeah. And your interpretation of them can be different. This one is pretty self-explanatory. The ribose tea, some cinnamon peels. No, not cinnamon. Some apple peels and then chunks of cinnamon. Uh, Cinnamon peels and apple chunks. Cinnamon peels and apple chunks make this tea go around. (laughs) Another great poem written by the TBD host. (laughs) And we're using this podcast to spin off our uh, 
poetry career? Yeah. If you did... Tea. Oh, boy. Sandwiches. Scones. Come join us for lunch. All right. Well, that was Sorry fun. about that, guys. Check out last week's episode if you haven't yet for other poetry talk. <laughs> we love poetry. It's our new segment, Poetry Talk. It's always featured in the middle of tea talk. Um, hey, Matt. Oh. Are we not uh, ready? Uh, no, I was going to act with you. I was going to act surprised and into it with you. Oh, okay. Hey, Matt. Uh, yeah, Emily. Hey, Matt. I have a question. Uh-huh. I have just like such a big question for you. Please. I can tell it's burning. Uh, I, since we sat down here, I'm like, Matt, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is this tea, the um, organic ribose cinnamon chai organic cinnamon rude boys chai um is this your cup of tea or not your cup of tea um i'm gonna go with um i would need to be in the mood for it but i'm gonna say my cup of tea that's fair i'm not not in the mood i'm liking it just fine right now and i wasn't necessarily predisposed to be in the mood for it although i was prepared and knew i was drinking it um I feel like, uh, I don't know, I guess all tea you have to be in the mood for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It also has no caffeine, so I could just like have this whenever I want, which is good because we're having it at 8.40 at night. <laughs> so long. We, do- we double dipped today. We double podcasted. Double pod. Anyways, my cup of tea. Emily. Oh, Matt, yes. I now have a question for you. Oh, no. Wow. I didn't expect this. Mm. I hope that you'll answer it nonetheless and truth- truthfully i will i will i'll do both of those things under oath like you were in another drama law and order <laughs> i will swear on a bible great thank you do you have one uh <laughs> um maybe you just swear on your phone because you could access a bible that's true and i do love you... my phone um i keep kicking the microphone we haven't had microphone talk in a few weeks so it's back back in full force baby back baby um what was the question <laughs> i don't know i don't know how am i supposed to know what you're oh the bible right <laughs> please emily put your hand on your phone and um swear to me matt i swear okay uh is is this tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea matt i <laughs> I'm going to answer for you truthfully. I swear it on my phone. Uh-huh. It's not, I don't, it's not my cup of tea. Ooh, good thing you gifted it to me. <laughs> and honestly, guys, I, I feel bad giving something a not your cup of tea rating. I know. It's not the worst. Like Although I, you usually do it. I don't really. <laughs> yeah. I think last week's tea, I was like iffy on, but I leaned more yes. But this, it has that weird dryness in my mouth. I don't know if it would help if I put sugar in it. But then, but maybe, then maybe I, milk, do you put milk in? I or, did. Yeah, no, you did do milk. Um, I didn't put much milk. Maybe I could put more milk in. I just, I don't, I love cinnamon. When I bake, I take the um, amount of cinnamon on the recipe as suggested and just double it. Sometimes do more than doubling. That's why my snickerdoodles are so good. Um, <laughs> Sounds like cinnamon doodles. <laughs> basically, but I don't. I have never liked cinnamon drinks, even though this one I'm not afraid of anymore. I still just like, it's, it's fine. Wow. 
I'm sorry, David's tea. Please still sponsor us. <laughs> we drink so much of your freaking tea. Um, <laughs> no, it's respectable. I mean, I do. F- I feel like this is probably a divisive tea. If I yeah. had to, if I had to guess, I'd say a lot of people would say this is not my cup of tea. I think I'm an agreeable tea drinker. Like tea has to be kind of bad for me to say not my cup of tea. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's same on my scale. If my scale of one to ten on tea, it's the opposite of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Instead of being heavily weighted one through five with tea it's more weighted um six through ten um i have a question um thinking back to the teas we had before we started our rating system if you remember them if you don't i don't know is there any that stood out to you as being ones you didn't like or really liked when was the first one do you remember when we first did the rating um i don't exactly remember when we did it there's a lot of them we didn't do it for yeah. Like all the first like five, I want to say five or six, maybe longer than that. Five or six episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did we make it up? We made it up around the Mike Brantle episode, I think. Maybe. I think so. Um, which would be like nine or ten maybe. maybe. I don't know. Um, I think there were some teas that I was like, whatever. Like that Legend of Zelda tea is sort of, it's fine, but it's kind of. Whatever. It's like, it's an herbal tea, which is just generally, or it's actually not an herbal tea. It's like a bunch of things, but it's kind of the fruitier ones. Like I like the ones that are fruity and like black tea, but if they're just kind of fruity and I don't know if they are lacking the tea, they just don't feel very tea. like yeah. And obviously some snobs out there are thinking, Matt, yeah, the fruity ones aren't tea, <laughs> but listen, we're an inclusive, we're an inclusive podcast about, yeah. you know what? David's tea sells it. If any, if if it gets sold under the name T, it's tea. it counts. Yeah, for this show, it counts. it counts. I almost bought Tazo tea from Starbucks as a tea for us, mm-hmm. but then I was like, no, I'm not ready for that. Although I thought it'd be funny. Now I gave away my joke. I have forget a, this joke. I have a I have a different funny thing that I'm going to do one day, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it right now because oh, I think it's just going to be great when it when I do it. I almost did it today, and then I kind of just didn't um, prepare. <laughs> I was traveling all day. Yes, Matt just got back from um, Worcester. In what state? Which Worcester was? Um, There's Western Ohio. um, Uh So I assume you just got back from Ohio. Yeah, I got back from Ohio. Even the last, well, even between last week and this week, I've been to Ohio. The episode we recorded two hours ago when I said I've never been to Ohio. (laughs) You all know this because the episode photos will have us wearing the same clothes. That's true. Although in one episode, one photo, I have my hair up in a bun. The other one, it's down. Wow. I consciously did that. Um, I don't have enough hair wow. to put it in a bun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's tea talk. That's tea talk. Tea talk. Complete. Yep. I didn't know if you were waiting for me. If I you were was waiting do for some you. Grand thing. Yeah. Well, we're known for our pauses, if nothing else. Matt. Yeah, it's me. Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I had no part in planning this podcast today mm-hmm. because it's your topic time. It's true. What's your big topic today? And, um, you know, cinnamon is a divisive flavor. Thank you for connecting the tea it's to the a little, topic. a little hot to some people, a little too spicy maybe. This chai is a little spicy. Boy, I got a little, I got, it's not, it's not in itself a contentious topic, but it, breeds contention wow and you know maybe it's even a topic people have been waiting for me to bring up on this show oh boy uh 
I'm going to talk. We're talking straight up Star Wars. Ah! We're doing it. We're just doing the whole, and we're going to talk about it as, as sort of the whole being. Uh, the whole being. Because uh, I certainly may even come back about, I might have many topics about specific uh, things about Star Wars, but you know what? I want to get it out there. That's what I'm doing with Harry Potter. I'm doing mini topics, but one day I'm going to have a big topic. Yeah, let's do it in reverse. I'll do the big topic now and do mini topics. Mm-hmm. You do mini topics and then the big one. Yeah. Sort of you're doing the Marvel way, which is sort of the better way of doing it. I'm doing it the DC Universe way, which is the worst way. That's a very nerdy way of describing it. Star Wars. You know Star Wars. I know Star Wars. Let's say right now there's going to be spoilers for the movies. If you haven't seen any of the movies I think and you are worried about it, they're going to come up. Turn them off. Turn it off. I mean, keep listening because spoilers aren't real, but... I'm just going to say it because it's Star Wars. No. Uh, no spoilers for the TV shows, though, because I've never watched them. <laughs> oh, I've actually watched some of the TV shows. Uh, getting back to my five rating uh, thing I said earlier <laughs> that I said I maybe would talk yeah. about. That's how I think about the Clone Wars show. Uh, I rate that a five. It's I've watched actually like a couple episodes, but it hasn't been worth me super keeping up with. I'll just throw it on Netflix or something. Yeah. Um... Emily, you like Star Wars. I do like Star Wars, yes. So this isn't contentious with us. It's not contentious with us, no. Um, but I didn't know. I wasn't going to bring it as a mini topic. No, it's too small. And uh, so it has to be a, a you and me episode. <laughs> and you know what? This We we had mentioned, this. I we were literally before this talking about like what would happen if someone brought a topic twice. We can talk to Star Wars a second, a whole second time if someone wants to come on and I think that's true. argue my point about this. You can talk about Star Wars all you want. And everyone knows that, you know, those are different. There's, you know, eight episodes of Star Wars as there is. And even if you're talking, say, just about episode four, Mm -hmm. people can have different opinions on it, different subjective experiences. I'm sure they do. (laughs) And yeah. Well, let's go. Welcome to the Star Wars episode. (laughs) Picture on your um, phone, just um, in a land far away, there was um, two people (laughs) podcasting. Two people podcasting Land. in a... <laughs> I'm working with what I got here. You interrupt uh, me. I'm going back to the top. Mm-hmm. Long ago in an apartment far away, <laughs> two people were podcasting and a topic was brought up. Mm-hmm. Cut to show. Uh, yeah. Pan down to a spaceship being a uh, tractor beamed into a larger spaceship. <laughs> I love Star Wars. Star Wars is the best. If you don't like Star Wars, we have a lot to disagree about. Because <laughs> you're missing three. Mm, I'm just going to stop at three of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Which isn't to show, throw shade at all the rest of them, but none of them crack favorite movie list. They they're in the some of them. Some of the rest of them are in movies I like lists. <laughs> but if I'm making a list of the top, I don't know, twenty movies I like. There's only three Star Wars movies cracking that 20. <laughs> and that would be the original trilogy. The 77, 80, and 83 movies. Star Wars slash A New Hope. Star Wars, episode four. Yeah. A New Hope. All three of those names, acceptable. <laughs> uh, the Empire Strikes Back. And? A.K.A. episode five. And The Return of the Jedi, episode six. A.K.A. episode six. Uh... 
those three are the best three Star Wars movies. Period. I think that's fair to say. I think that's maybe the most... I'm sure there's going to be... I'm sure lots of people... Well, there is a subset of people who love the prequel movies. Those are the people I disagree with the most. (laughs) Because as much as I will throw some shade towards The Last Jedi, which maybe we'll we'll dig in more. That's something we might... Well, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Well, we're going to have have it on. (laughs) Uh, that, That movie is no worse than any of the prequel movies, which are hands down the worst movies of them, of all of them. Uh, Solo is better, which is maybe the next one people don't like. I have not seen Solo. Is that the one you haven't, is that the only one you haven't seen? Yeah. I'm not going to talk very much about Solo. I think Solo is good um, and fun. And I wish, and people, I think people didn't, I think some people didn't like it and it kind of bombed maybe because it did seem kind of, it was like, it's like the, it seems kind of remedial almost. Yeah. Where it's like very easy and it's just like Han Solo being Han Solo and like referencing a lot of things that you already know. But I think as much as people complained about that aspect of it, that's kind of what I liked about it. Yeah. Do you <laughs> um, think it also hurt at all of the information about like the background information, like the reshoots and the changing of directors and... Yeah, I think it probably would have been a better movie under the old direction because it was going to be more of like a silly comedy kind of thing. And it ended up being much more serious. And given like, given Donald Glover and... Great jacket. um, Great jacket, cape, everything. (laughs) Given like that he has like a comedy background and that Han Solo is inherently, to me, a funny character. I mean, him in the original movies, like he does a lot of funny stuff he's just like he's got this confidence that it's like he's not telling jokes but like he said some very or he gets like in very silly things i mean just the scene in like a new hope when he like he's running after stormtroopers then he gets caught because there's like a whole he doesn't realize how many stormtroopers there are then he like turns around and starts running away like that's like (laughs) just a such a funny good scene and it's just uh i don't know came out of the silliness of that because like the original star like a new hope is i think in itself it's maybe this. It's one of the silliest Star Wars movies of all of them because it's before they, it's before it became so self serious. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's like when people are like, "Well, Solo wasn't like enough." It's like, yeah, but it kind of was harkening back to like those those movies and yeah. not being so stuck up. So, so I like Solo. So right now we're at the bottom four. What's after Solo? Oh, we're at, wait, we're at the bottom four. I don't know that I ranked... I don't know if that was totally... Well, you said you said that the prequels were... The prequels are the worst. And then Solo. Then I started talking about Solo. I didn't... I'm not ranking oh, it Oh, you didn't rank it. I thought you had ranked it there. I take it back. Um, but you might be right. <laughs> um, the middle movies are... To me, I jumble around a lot of them. So um, let me just say that I probably liked... I probably like Rogue One, Solo, and maybe Last Jedi all about the same. And I like I like all three of them fine. I just and I like all three of them, and I would watch them again. And I own a couple of them. Well, you can't own Solo, right? No, not yet. I don't own Rogue One either. I don't. I own all the mainline ones that have come out. So I own like Last Jedi. So I like it enough to have owned it. Um, and then I think I like, and then I guess The Force Awakens is to me slightly better than 
those three that I just grouped together. Although I also think as many people probably do that, it's a huge, it's just like aping all the stuff out of a new hope, <laughs> but I like the characters. That's what I like. I do like you know who I like? Ray. I like Finn. I like Poe. Do you know who's more important than all of those people? Is it Chewbacca? Uh, absolutely not. Is it C-3PO? Absolutely. Oh no, I know who it is. I it's started the one BB-8. and only. The most adorable droid in the universe. BB-8. BB-8. It's a movie where he goes, I'm, uh, can you uh, describe what I'm doing? Yeah, he uh, gives a thumbs up to the lighter. Yep, it's the <laughs> cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and Emily did it, wanted me to describe it, but she could have just said what she was doing. No, nope. She I put was... her thumbs up to me. Droid, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that is, yeah, it has some good parts. It's just like plot-wise. And like if you watch, like by like the third time you watch it, and I've probably seen that movie at least five times, it, or maybe more, um, it really becomes quite apparent. Like you see like, oh, this character is, is this character like, oh, Poe is uh, Han Solo. And you're like quickly like figure out who everyone is. <laughs> and then like you see like so many similar beats go through and you're kind of like, okay. But the characters are fun and the action's fun. And when you see Kylo Ren freeze the the blaster shot, oh, Kylo. I think what I liked when, you know, it's such, it's such a relief after the prequels are so terrible that that movie came out and was like, it Fun. felt like Star Wars, yeah. you know? Um, and then I also, I mean, I like Rogue One. I think Rogue One's really fun. Do you know what Rogue One also has? What is Rogue One? A great sassy droid, whose oh, name I don't remember. Sassy droid. But sassy droid. You know, you probably should check out Solo, because let me tell you. I've heard the droid's good. There's a sassy droid, and she's good. I actually went to one, I wanted to watch it at the movies, but movie theater, but it was already out. Wow. I saw it opening day, opening weekend. Have I talked about MoviePass? How you doing? I'm doing fine. I have a movie pass. Is I, I know, but it's, it's not useless. working. I guess yeah. it's useless. It's still supposed to be good through November, but whatever. I bought a year worth. Although I've already gotten, I use it enough to make my money back. Okay. I, when I bought it, it was like for some super cheap bargain rate because for like, it's like get it for a year for $70. So all I had to do was see four movies to make it worth. Owning. Yeah. And I've seen more than four movies with it. Uh, in fact, the second time I saw Last Jedi, so I saw it once, uh, I paid for it once, and then wow. about a month later, I went and saw it for free with my movie pass. Um, and I, I, when I first saw it, I was, I was more, I, there's such an interesting thing about, all right, let's, let's go to Last Jedi. For a let's, let, we gotta talk to Last Jedi. <laughs> like, people got mad on the internet about it, but I like truly without reading anything else was also on the same page as that. Like watching the movie, I was like, I don't like what's happening right now. And then like, so I don't think it was just like a, like a collective nerd rage thing. It's like literally watching it the first time I was like, Oh no, do I not like this? <laughs> Cause I was so hyped for that movie. I was so ready for it to be so good, which, you know, probably is part of it. Not I think that's resonating true. as much, but even on like, uh, so like on a second viewing, I didn't dislike it. I still don't dislike it. I didn't dislike the parts I disliked quite as much, but there are just like parts of that movie I wish didn't exist. Like I wish it was a trimmed down version of it. Okay. I think if you cut it, I think if you cut like a half hour out of that movie, it's like perfect. I think that's fair. I don't think... go to Canto Blight. I want, I want all the Canto Blight scenes removed from that movie. So Matt and I off the pod have had this discussion many times because I'm more pro Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Although the things we... But really, it's not so much that we have different opinions. It's that his are 
stronger I just about the parts I he doesn't really like. I really hate Canto Blight. And I <laughs> it's a don't... blight on the movie. It's called Blight. Blight is a bad thing. And I, I don't love it. I would have preferred Finn and Poe to be hanging out. But I think that all of the other stuff so far outweighs it. Like the, the, the ship going through the other ship is one of the coolest things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. Well, that's, I, see, this is why there's so much... This is why I'm saying there's so much good potential because the end, there's so many things that happen near the end. There's, yes, there's, there's, um, Admiral Holda, Holdo? I think, yeah. I think so. Yes. The Admiral (laughs) sending, you know, going to light speed and sending it through the, the Snoke's ship thing. Like that is legitimately one of the most badass moments to ever happen. And Right around that very same moment is Luke when he projects himself yeah. to the 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 whatever that planet's the planet, called. Yeah. The salt planet. I should I should know the name of this. I play it in Battlefront all the time. <laughs> Crate. C R A I T E? Sure. Maybe an E, maybe not. That his thing I've said it before, I'll say it again. Everything with Ray, Kylo Ren, or Luke was great all that stuff was great which that's actually a huge thing people don't like about the movie is the way that luke skywalker is in it and i like the luke stuff i think it's interesting um and i yeah i think ray is probably the best part of these movies too i love ray so the actress who plays her is great anything daisy ridley yeah anything with her is great and then i also like uh and i like all the kylo ren stuff which is uh drive adam driver yes um and then you know not coincidentally the two of them have a bunch of really awesome scenes like the uh force throne room force facetime force facetime and then the throne room where they (sighs) go and kill all those dudes that's awesome um i'm also i mean this minor complaint i'm not crazy about the like people some people loved the like snoke not having a backstory and all that stuff i'm like you i i find that to be a purposely contrarian opinion on it because it's not that I care that much about Snoke. It's that when you build up a character and then just get rid of them, I don't know, almost like how Boa Fett gets killed off in uh, Return of the Jedi. Like, he just gets, like, owned. Like, I don't, I don't need to know his backstory, but, like, just to build up a character to have, like, the rug pulled out from under them isn't that interesting to me. <laughs> Unless something, I don't know. A lot of this I could change my mind, I guess, if the next movie is, like, this just amazing culmination of everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like you build up this great big villain and then you ruin him. And then they're honestly like, I guess Kylo Ren's supposed to be now the big bad in the new movie, but you also already know he's flawed. Whereas like, it's a lot harder with like when Darth Vader is the big bad, like, I guess he has some heartfelt moments in Empire Strikes Back, but he still seems so like dominatingly evil until like the last 20 minutes of, uh, uh, the Return like of the in, Jedi. Like or in like, Rogue One when he just like force chokes so many people. Oh, that's the other, yeah. That's a great part in Rogue One. That also bumps Rogue One way up in quality. Rogue One might be a little lower on my list if it didn't have that amazing <laughs> Darth Vader scene. Although it is almost canceled that by his awful dad joke in the middle of it where he's like, don't choke on your aspirations. And I mean, like, he is a dad, Ugh. so. Yeah, but doesn't make, <laughs> being a dad doesn't make it okay to make dad jokes. <laughs> I wish I also like James Earl Jones is great and I love him as Darth Vader, but his like age sort of shows in his voice performance in that. And I kind of wish you never got Darth Vader talking in Rogue One. <laughs> like 
it'd almost be better if like they were just like we have to call darth vader and he just like does his last scene where he chokes everybody <laughs> um this is my main problem i with these my main problem i have with the star wars movie is something i just wish didn't exist <laughs> um um so going back to snoke real quick mm-hmm. i think i i liked that snoke wasn't didn't have a backstory as of now and i think it was because i i didn't care about him i just want i just cared about adam i just cared about kylo ren and ray and i think he was just like a distraction i yeah i guess it's like more that they set him up to have things so like it feels like they were almost cutting their losses or like they were unwriting him like they were it was almost like they were mad they wrote him in the first place yeah because because like they're obviously teasing all this stuff for him to be meaningful and it turns out he's not meaningful at all which i think is like why was he in any why was he in any of these movies yeah. <laughs> why did he exist at all because like you barely you do barely see him in the first movie then you finally get to meet him in this movie and he's just like a total chump yeah <laughs> and you're like why are there total chump why is this like and the other thing is like that's the whole deal with the first order right everyone's a chump except for kylo like Ugh. you've got general hux who's all he's 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 tougher in the first movie and they make him a total joke in last jedi and then Snoke is tough in Force Awakens, and they make him a, basically a joke in this. Like, he can't even control his own apprentice or whatever. And you're kind of like, yes, this is, this is my complaint. This is, we're, we're getting closer here. The First Order does not seem like as, does not seem like the credible threat the Empire was. In all the original movies, the Empire is evil. You accept that. All the people are evil. Everyone seems to be pretty competent, except for the people that Darth Vader chokes to death. <laughs> but at least they're not... And, and the people that he chokes to death are never in charge of anything. Or they're not in charge of Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader is the boss. And sure, he has some, like, dumb people under him, which is fine. But they make Hux and Snoke, the, the two out of the three most important leaders in this, complete morons. <laughs> And I think that's maybe what's a little sad about it. Yeah. Do you think Snoke is a moron? I think I he's think... an absolute loser. Well, I think, I mean, obviously he lost, but I think he's tricked because of his like hubris, right? He's obviously, he is tricked, but we don't even, we, I guess like the point is we, there's no proof of him ever being cool and badass. So like, it'd be one thing if he got duped in that way. It's sort of like, um, I can't believe we're talking about this movie again. It's like in Aladdin. <laughs> When Aladdin tricks Jafar into wishing to become a genie, right? Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for that. And I actually think that is a great, it's a, it's, I love Aladdin. I think it's such a great movie. And I think that's also like, that's him tricking him into his hubris. But we've seen Jafar be evil and he's, we know of his evilness. We know of his cunning. We see his whole like arc in that whole movie. God, Jafar is so fun to watch. <laughs> that whole movie is so good. I love, I love Aladdin. It made me want to have a tiger. And it made me own a tiger. I have one. Uh, no. Ah, there he is. Yeah. Um, it made me like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and so you actually get to see him get tricked, and it's like it is such like a moment where like the hero gets to like trick the villain. But Snoke has never done anything. He's never done anything. <laughs> what has he <Yeah>. done? <laughs> um, and you know, and I don't think, and I don't think of Kylo Ren as that tough. I mean, like, 
yeah, the threat is just sort of empty because because Kylo Ren almost got beat up by Ray and Finn in the first movie. So it's like how like you need that's why I mean none of these people are Darth Vader, right? I mean like if we're going from having the Empire and Darth Vader to having Hux and Kylo Ren be the villains, that's like a huge letdown. I think I'm really working through some stuff right now. You really are. This. I think Kylo. One, so in the end of the first of the first awakens, the force awakens, when he's like hitting his stomach when he's in pain, I think is one of the most insane things I've ever seen on TV. Um, On TV, I watched it on a television (laughs) in a movie. Um, not like really insane, but just like that actor is making some character choices, and I love them. I think, Um, uh, I think it's supposed to be. He's trying. He's. I think he's trying to fuel his anger. I think he is. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Causing himself pain, which makes him angry. Yeah. Or like showing him, like you fool, like you got beat up. Yeah. I. I guess I can kind of see what you're saying, but I do think Kylo. Is a threat, like because he, I think. Like the betrayal of, his family is like, part of it. Like he, they were doing fine. And then he left and it seemed like a shock. So they weren't prepared. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's, he, it's not that he's not a credible threat. And I do, like I said, I enjoy the Kylo Ren stuff, generally speaking. But it's like, in the original movies, Darth Vader is like the unquestionable guy who could kill anyone whenever he wants. That's true. And he's only challenged like a couple of times. Um, and not even not even at all until the third movie like he's dominant in the first movie i mean he gets shot he doesn't actually get shot the tie wing tie fighter next to him gets shot by the millennium falcon and so darth vader sort of spins off into space so he's not really defeated as much uh stuck in the folly of the other tie fighter (laughs) and then in empire strikes back he defeats luke like hand pretty handily handily he cuts his hand uh, off i did not mean to make that little pun but by hand. for the record i never mean to make any puns <laughs> and yeah he just he, i mean he wrecks luke um and then he left his training too early it's not until the third movie that um you get uh you know him him weakened while fighting against final form luke <laughs> And, and the Emperor also, like, electrocuting him. But we've already seen, basically, Kylo Ren get his ass kicked. Um, t- honestly, twice already. He gets, like, Ray and Finn, sort of, I guess, separately, but they both sort of challenge him in Force Awakens. And then he gets owned super hard by Luke in um, in The Last Jedi. Like, that fight. Like, he just gets embarrassed, thoroughly embarrassed by Luke. And, like... Luke wasn't even there. <laughs> I don't know. I just, to me, Darth Vader is the unquestionable evil. And the Empire was also this, like, pretty competent, like, overlord. And the First Order is completely incompetent. I mean, Lord uh, Captain Phasma is another, like, huge disappointment in these movies. Like, she seems like such a cool character, so badass, totally wasted in The Force Awakens. Um And then, you know, you hear she's coming back with the second movie and you're like, oh, finally, maybe they'll like give her some sort of redemption. And she's also just totally punked in that movie, too. (laughs) And um, 
I, yeah, I just don't, I guess it's not, the threat doesn't feel as real. And like, so like, I don't know, like general, it's general Hux versus like Grand Moff Tarkin in uh, A New Hope. And Tarkin is way more threatening than Hux has ever been. <laughs> and even Tarkin dies at the end of one movie. <laughs> or he's in Rogue One as well, but. <laughs> oh, yes. The, the digital yes. character. Yeah. Um, yeah. These, this complaint got, I got way more complaining than I thought I would about Last Jedi. <laughs> what was your favorite part about Last Jedi? <sighs> I think all I think all the things we just said. I, I all the things I said that I like. I like the the hyperdrive Ugh, killing the spaceships. Love that scene. Just like when it gets dead silent in the movie theater and just like slices through them, it's like so good. I like, um, and then I like Luke and Kylo Ren fighting, and I like Ray and Kylo Ren in the red room. In the red room, red room, red room. <laughs> and I also like I I do like all the the the, the force time is that what you called it um i got it from the ringer.com but force facetime force facetime why don't you just call it force time i c- you could they might have i don't know i'm going to um what else is there anything else i like about that movie i mean i like all the luke stuff like that was a big complaint people had was they didn't like luke being uh such a jerk or whatever and they're like sad and old but i liked that i liked all of that he was sad and old people grow up i also wasn't as disappointed by the I wasn't just, dis- well, it was weird when I saw it in theaters, but I, once I thought about it, it wasn't so weird that Leia pulled herself back to the spaceship. Yeah. Although that shot lasts, when I, my memory of it was that it only lasted like two seconds and she just sort of does it. But I like, upon rewatching it, realized like that's like a minute long scene of her pulling herself back to the spaceship. Yeah. I think it was hard and I think it'll be continue to be hard with her in the next movie. That like, there's too much real world knowledge of. Well, that's what that's what I thought was so fucked up in Last Jedi. Yeah, it's like we we as the audience know that actress is dead. Yeah, seeing that happen, uh, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace. Seeing that happen is very jarring, and then it really it really fucks with you. <laughs> like for them to like tease that like she's dead, and actually that was I sort of my prediction going into it was that um, my my specific prediction wasn't quite what happened, but I thought. They were going to have. I did think Kylo Ren was going to uh, blow her up while she was in a ship, which did happen. <laughs> Although it actually, it wasn't Kylo Ren. He he was thinking about it, and then one of his like yeah. wingmen does it. I was thinking he was going to kill her by blowing up the Millennium Falcon with her on it, because I thought that was like in my mind. I was like, well, how do you impactfully kill someone off screen? Yeah. And I thought, well, I guess you have them be kill have the thing that they die in also be iconic yeah so if it was if it was the money in falcon that would have like been a double like whammy to the audience yeah um and also having kylo ren do it makes sense because he kills han solo yeah he does um also that that scene in the force awakens also makes ben! a lot sorry of it worth it because like it, that's that it like it's they they telegraph it so hard because they're like he's walking out there everyone's watching him like you i mean it's, they're not hiding that he's gonna maybe kill him <laughs> but like it's still so powerful to watch that happen um watch kylo ren kill Han and Solo. then chewy oh. oh and chewy screaming um which let's talk what's this is another last shot i complain i have not enough chewbacca <laughs> not enough chewbacca and not enough uh poe and finn not enough bb8 
not enough BB-8. To be fair, the entire movie could be about BB-8, and my review would be not enough BB-8. They should do a spinoff. Um, I, um, I wish my my wish for Star Wars, um, that I've recently come up with, maybe post Last Jedi, because I wasn't so crazy about it, was I kind of wish they never did like a seven, eight, nine of this series. And I wish they just did what they are doing, but they're going to do like separate trilogies that mm-hmm. are going to be like taking, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone really knows too much about these, but they're like taking place in a different part of the universe or in a different time period yeah. or something like that. And I think, I mean, you could have done literally like the story of like Poe and Finn and Ray, but like um, put it under a different, uh thing so it's like Take the skywalker out of it yeah you don't need the skywalkers and like write it so it's part of the empire still like maybe it's like like we all know the original movies are like the fall of the like total empire but there's no way i mean you could say like a planet was under control by um a th- uh an evil group mm-hmm. and sort of like give them like it's like okay great we freed the universe but we know there are planets or star systems in this galaxy that are being um, like, like Tatooine in the prequel movies is like this slave planet, right? Like that's run by the huts. So like that gives you more credibility than this like first order, which I'm saying is a total joke. It's like, okay, the empire's gone, but now we still need to free the actual planet of Tatooine or whatever. And you can set that afterwards too. You can still be after the fact and then you just go to this planet and, you know, you can still do the whole Force Awakens, like, aspect of it where the the meaning, as I take it, of the name is that the Force in general is, like, it's in a, uh, it's having a wave. Yeah. <laughs> the Force is coming back in a big way. And, I mean, even set it, you know, set it 30 years afterwards or whatever. But, like, just me talking this through right now, like, I didn't have this First Order opinion before now, but, I, like... I really don't care. The first first order does not seem like a threat. <laughs> they seem like a joke. <laughs> um, um, and like I like that's why I like Solo and 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 uh, Rogue One. And I wish they would also do like single spinoff movies. Like that seems like a fine and fun idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, I also I'll say one last thing. I'm not crazy about the sequel trilogy about. And this isn't actually about the movies themselves, but about the concept of them existing, which is it takes away the happy ending we had. <laughs> Like, Return of the Jedi no longer ends happy. Because now we know things are still shitty. <laughs> so there's no more happy ending to that. I find that to be a problem with spinoffs generally. Like, I... So I stopped watching Will and Grace before the last season. Mm-hmm. But the last season ended... Will and Grace weren't friends. But then their children, I think, get married at the end. Like, years later, so they reconnect. Mm-hmm. But in the reboot, they just completely wiped that away. So then it kind of yeah. just negates that other ending. And again, I don't super care about Will and Grace, but that just bothers me. Generally about spinoffs. Yeah, I think, and they want to, I mean, they have to make new stuff. So then they have to like undo some of the fun you had before. Yeah, You basically get this like, even just like watching The Force Awakens without including The Last Jedi, you just get this set. It's like, oh, Luke and Han and Leia are miserable. That's not great. <laughs> I wanted them to be happy. I wanted them to beat the Empire. And, like, you find out, like, they're divorced or whatever. Their kid left them. Luke's gone. Like, they're not even just sad. They're, like, ultra sad. <laughs> they're sadder than they were in the beginning of A New Hope. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can see that being a thing. I think it just comes with 
spinoffs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some people will say there is no such thing as happy ending and all that's that true. stuff. And but I wanted it. It's a movie. I wanted it to be. <laughs> you don't have to ruin everything with making it. Hasn't not everything has to go back and become sad. Yeah, we have enough sad things now, like the Dark Knight trilogy and things like that. Although that ends on a happy note too. Um. Okay. So let's fast forward in time a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're looking at episode nine. The next movie? Yeah. What are some thoughts, feelings, concerns, things you're looking forward to about episode nine? Well, here's the thing is I hope I hope I don't know anything that happens in it. Like, I think that's an interesting thing. Like, it's weird. So, like, you know, I didn't live through the original movies coming out. So I saw them all, like, basically together. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to wait to see, like, oh, what happens in the next movie? <laughs> So, like, now it's, like, like the, the Last Jedi could become better if the next movie is, like, amazing. Although, Return of the Jedi is not as good as Empire Strikes Back. And I think the Empire Strikes Back stands on its own as being great. But, certainly, something could happen. But, I think watching, like, the original Star Wars, then watching Empire Strikes Back, either of those, I think you'd have a really hard time predicting anything that happened in the next movie. Yeah. Like, the things that follow, like... Okay, so you watched A New Hope. Okay, well, they just blew up the Death Star, and, you know, they had their little award ceremony. I don't know. Uh, the Rebellion's going to chase after the Empire because they've got them on their heels. That's might be, that may be what I would guess would happen. Yeah. But then you actually watch it, and that's totally not what's happening. <laughs> they, the Rebellion is the one that are fleeing. They're on the ice planet Hoth, and they're hiding. Yeah. Like, they're literally, they went from one hiding spot, then they ran away, and they hid again. Yeah. Not what I would think. I would never predict, like, ooh, in the second movie, they're probably going to go to an ice planet and yeah. be, still be hiding. It's, like, not what I would think at all. And then, like, all the other stuff, like Cloud City, Lando Calrissian, they really throw, like, a bunch of new stuff yeah. at you. Boba Fett, all that stuff is new, and there's almost no way you could watch A New Hope and predict these new things were going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then... um you know, even watch then watching that, like you see Luke, you know, Luke gets his hand cut off. He finds out Darth Vader's his dad. And then the... Hmm? Spoiler. Yeah. And I gave a spoiler for all the movies at the top. <laughs> and then, um, if you don't know that that happened, where have you been for, for the last 40 years yeah. or whatever? 1980. 1980. So that came out, that movie. Um, the same weekend as The Shining. We looked, well, you looked it up. I didn't look yeah. it up. <laughs> Another episode. Go listen to that. Another me episode. Another <laughs> so Matt and Emily alone with Matt. Matt's topic. Matt's topic. Um, uh, and then, yeah. And so, and then I guess between Empire and Return of the Jedi, I feel like, I guess the one thing you would know is that it's probably Luke pursuing um, Darth Vader, but you would never predict like, oh, there'll be a second bigger Death Star, like all that other stuff. Yeah. So... I think this brings up a good point. So going into Last Jedi for me, I, so as people listen to this podcast, no, I don't believe in spoilers. Mm -hmm. I think if a work of art is good, it should stand up to knowing what happens at the end. But I actively avoided all Last Jedi spoilers. I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't read any articles. I, I was at a hockey game and it was like Star Wars night. And when they showed a trailer, (laughs) I was like, ah, I, I covered up my ears and hid yeah um you guys couldn't see that but that's what emily just did um but i really enjoyed last jedi like i do have some things i don't love about it but i enjoyed it 
But I think there was so much time in between the two movies. People were like theorizing and coming up with like these backstories for these characters and who are Ray's parents and putting a lot of more emphasis on those things than the creators did. And I think actually this kind of relates to Harry Potter a little bit where like in between the sixth and seventh book, there were books written about what was going to happen. There were fan forums. There people were writing their own versions to go back to some fan fiction. Like it was everywhere. And I know, so when I first read the seventh Harry Potter book, I loved it, but I wasn't reading it for the story. I just wanted to know the end. And so I had to go back and reread it to get to the nuance. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there's just too much buildup. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, I mean, people have different, the, the different levels of complaints people have had of it, I think, show something specific about it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people that are like, I mean, there's that group of people who are like, I guess, like the Gamergate level kinds yeah. of people who are like misogynist people who like don't like that Admiral Holdo like was, uh, I, you know, in their words, bossy to Poe, like that kind of stuff. Like yeah. when she's like, telling him what to do and stuff like that. And like certain things like that to me, you know, I guess like the, the critiques of Last Jedi have been largely um, like sent away by people who are like, Oh, you're just like a bigot in this way or whatever. But those aren't the problems I have with the movie. So like, I do think it's interesting that people, there's at least my way and these other people's way and probably some more ways of disliking the movie. I mean, I have other like specific things I'm not crazy about. Like I think they added too many new characters and bloated it too much. And then uh, also Canto Blight is so boring. I hate that whole scene so much. It's honestly, I would not probably have any complaints if that whole, if the whole Finn and Rose thing was cut out, I would probably find that an okay movie or no, a, a, a good movie. Yeah. I mean, no, Great movie. I think it's good now. I do like it. I know I've been very negative, but I feel like I at least have to play a little foil to you in this because we both like Star Wars. <laughs> um, and but yeah, you cut out that whole like little dumb segment. And this this is also partly Disney's fault because they want to add all these little tidbits to like expand the universe in ways that promote other movies yes. and don't necessarily serve the story. Yes, don't. I mean, like the I dice don't, thing. Ugh. I don't know. I have heard about the dice thing, but. That's like the setup for one of the other trilogies, right? That's what I've heard. The kid, yeah, the, the kids, kids with the powers that are like on that slave planet, which like, oh God, that was like, that was the moment where I got mad at the movie was when they, when Rose is giving this speech about slavery and I'm like, okay, one, Finn was just a slave. <laughs> he was a stormtrooper until whatever, a year prior. Yeah, I don't know. We can say a year. I'm I don't period. know. Just before that, you're explaining slavery to this guy who already knows it and it's obviously for us, the audience, for her to yes. give this whole thing. But the prequels are, are all about slavery. And there's also been, like, such a huge undertone of slavery in a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. that, like, it just comes off as, like, they're really, they're really trying to beat us over the head with this, like, idea that there's evil in the world. And it's, like, it, it just comes off as, like, overly preachy and poorly written. That's, like, how I yeah. feel about that specific those like sort of specific parts and like those dumb horse things like, ugh, don't even get me started. on. That. I'm not going to get you started. <sighs> that whole planet. Um, so as I said, we have similar opinions. I agree that I, I didn't love Canto Blight. That was, I could have lived without that. 
Yeah. Um, Let's move on from the yeah, last we don't, Jedi. We don't let me uh, um, let me ask you a question. Okay. Yes. Unless you had one. Well, I'll uh, ask you. I'll ask you my question. Yes, first. that's fair. Because I already did this. Give me an approximate ranking of oh, the boy. movies and how you feel about them. So you can ballpark this. I I basically I didn't really rank them. I just said prequels are the worst. Original trilogy is the best. Everyone else is in the middle. <laughs> um. So this is much uh, a different question for me because. I also feel like I am not as into them as you, which I, I think is fair to say. I am very into them, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I... I'm thinking. So I have fond memories of watching the original three. I watched them with my cousin when I visited her one summer. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite one? I know, I'm thinking... And then there's some stomping in the apartment above yours. It's true. You may or may not hear that on the yeah. recording. Um, I'd say I would just rank them all together. I'm not sure. I don't know. You think they're all a tie? Is that what you're saying? Not Maybe not a tie, but... The three originals are a tie? Yeah, or, maybe okay. not a tie, but okay. I enjoyed them all the same. Are the three of them the best three? I would say yes. So yes. Wow. Well, we are on agreement with yes. that, which I think is um, interesting because some people would shift a few of those around yeah i how do you feel about the actually prequels? i've only seen them like once or twice um I'll tell you what they're pretty bad honestly i oftentimes reference not, not reference i go to reference when natalie portman padme <laughs> um uh, i was like this is how democracy dies in a roar of applause or something like yes. that um, I think I I like to quote that line a lot. That's maybe one of the best moments in all of the prequels no. when she says that. Um, um, oh, I watched before the Last Jedi came out. I watched the previous seven movies all like within like a two month period. I watched like one a week or something mm-hmm. of them. I didn't watch Rogue. I didn't rewatch Rogue One uh, for time. <laughs> I think I watched. I think I watched. Um, um, the force awakens like the night before I saw last Jedi, <laughs> but I was trying to like ramp up and I was like, I never, ever, ever want to watch the prequels again. <laughs> um, I hate sand. Uh, it's sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> um, but I would, so all of the other ones, although actually, I don't know. I might put last Jedi and force awakens somewhere in the middle of the original three, just cause I know them better. I seen them more recently. Although I've watched New Hope more recently. Um, I really liked Last Jedi. I would put it first. And then... First of all of them? Not first, but first of the next three. First of the next three. Um, and then I would put... Um, so you're a little like... So are we saying original trilogy is top three? Yes. Prequels are bottom three? I would say so, yes. So but you, I... You and I are... In agreement so far. <laughs> but I, I enjoy the other ones. I wouldn't say they're just in the middle. I Yeah, no. I, yeah. The only bad Star Wars movies are the prequels. <laughs> um, I would go Last Jedi. If I think you... I would go Force Awakens, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And we'll TBD on uh Yeah, we'll TBD on Solo. I did, ma- did want to go see it. Um, so I will say it's hard for me to rank the original ones because I, I watched it with my cousin who passed away 
And so for a while, it was hard for me to rewatch them. Um, and I've only really rewatched New Hope since then. I remember liking them. Um, have you seen Have you seen uh, Return of the Jedi since you were a child? Because I will say that is the movie that I think gets the most shade thrown at it for being kind of the dumb one of the, the original three. Um, no, but I do know. No, I have. Yes, I have. I watched it in college. Um, I still, I still. And maybe this is going to get rid of all of my credibility of whatever I said about uh, The Last Jedi, my complaints. But I still really like uh, Return of the Jedi. I do think it's the weakest of the original three movies. Um, but I think it still, uh, to me, is overall is overall a more enjoyable film than any of the other Star Wars movies. Um, and I think I also think Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope are almost... The two of them are almost in their own league as being the best. And I don't think anything... I think there's a, a pretty big gap between those two and everything else. And then there's also an even further gap between like whatever I think the bottom between between like the prequels and the next worst movie, there's like yeah. a pretty big gap. Yeah. Um because um, I mean, anyone who says Last Jedi is better than The Empire Strikes Back, guys, you're wrong. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Go rewatch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Please do. Um so good. How do you feel about the I don't know their names. They dance and they're small. They dance and they're small. The Ewoks? Yes, thank you. Oh, I keep hitting this microphone thing. It's my third time and that has been math talk. Um, I, I think ranking is math talk. True. True. Um, and just so you all know, we, are, we time every episode and time is math. Time is math. Um, that's, I, I, think that's, I think several of the reasons that I am okay and other people aren't okay with uh, Return of the Jedi is that a lot of the complaints people have about that movie, I don't care. It's probably how people feel about my complaints about The Last Jedi. That is, I think that's how I feel about your complaints about The Last Jedi. Uh, I don't care about them. Not, I mean, I care, but... Now, the Ewoks were originally going to be uh, Wookiees in the original like plan, mm-hmm. so the rumors or whatever say. And on top of that, I believe the reason they aren't Wookiees is for budget reasons but it might also be for merchandising reasons because ewoks are these cute little bear things and ewoks like are a little scarier um i'm okay with porgs good uh, honestly we have to be a pro pork podcast um pro pork pod. porg it's the only stuff that chewbacca gets to be a part of in that movie and i need more chewbacca in these movies um oh, they give him such a dirty look yeah and uh what were we talking about the ewoks Mm -hmm. and it would be cooler if they were wookies that's more badass for sure i will never disagree with anybody that it would be more badass for that um that being said i am perfectly fine with ewoks uh you know like i don't know maybe this makes maybe this makes my argument of the first order being a bunch of fools sound stupid um though I will say the difference here is that I I think it's I do think there's a difference between the Empire underestimating Ewoks and thinking they were a joke and they sort of got tricked into being um, beaten up by these little bear people. <laughs> and I I think that that that's how I would describe that. I think that's more the Empire being tricked into underestimating them, where the First Order 
has almost never done anything intelligently. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen them do something that I thought was all that smart. <laughs> like, it just seems like dumb mistake after dumb mistake. Yeah. Um, and they fail. They, like, fail so many times. You just see them. I mean, maybe that's, like, on purpose. Like, they just seem like such a joke. <laughs> um. I guess the only serious time, the only time they're really serious is like the very beginning of The Force Awakens where they, well, they first they go and they capture Poe and that's pretty good of them. And then you also see them like blow up the whole universe or whatever the hell they're doing, but they, you don't really get much of a reason for that. <laughs> it just sort of happens. Sort of, sort of also seems like it doesn't really have much of a plan behind it. And then they are able to stock the rebellion in uh the last jedi which yeah. i guess is also pretty good of them although they're they're also very they're also very stupid in that because like they for some reason they're like chasing after them they're like let's let's wait for them to run out of fuel oh another thing i don't like about the last uh, last jedi this is the first time we've ever heard about fuel in a star wars movie we're not we're not worried about fuel in any other movie and then as it turns out, fuel ends up being a big thing in Solo. So, hey, maybe that's why they wrote it in there. <laughs> um, God, that, yeah. And the whole fuel thing is just like, it's it's such a script writer thing. Like, it's like this lazy sort of thing. I it hate the fuel. It adds stakes, right? It does add stakes, but like, it's kind of like they, it's like they were unable to add stakes in the universe that they already had built. So they had to like invent this new thing that we'd never heard of before. Like, why has this never been true when they chase after like the Millennium Falcon or something? Why does the Millennium Falcon never go for fuel? Why like <laughs> we've never seen anyone go for fuel like I don't think ever before. Maybe um, I guess maybe they're in a New Hope. The X wings are getting like fueled up, but it's never like discussed. Like you just see some tubes, yeah. which could be anything. Could be oil. Maybe they need. Maybe they do need oil, but not like uh, crystals inside of them or whatever. <laughs> whatever they explain in Solo. Um. Cause that and the chase, I mean like it all, and it all adds up to the awesome, you know, um, yeah. Thing where they all get blown up or whatever. But that whole chase is this whole weird thing where like they have this technology where they can track people through hyperspace. Like that's the whole strategy. Yes. And that also feels like kind of a universe breaking thing. It's like, Oh, all of a sudden we have this technology that makes all space travel like pointless. <laughs> like it's, it's like you can no longer hide by just, like that was the whole thing. Like people would just like, jet away they were like we have to escape and they jet away and now all of a sudden that's like not even viable technology in this world it's kind of a that's maybe a little more pet peevey but um yeah it's just like they added some weird stuff that seemed like they had written a movie that like they needed to write themselves out of uh we want the world's slowest space chase jeez. <laughs> um, I had a question for you, but I forget what it was. Um, oh, let's go back to the beginning. You're back to the beginning. You're baby Matt. Little baby Matt. Little baby Matt. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about your first time experiencing Star Wars. The first time I watched Star Wars was at a childhood friend of mine's. Mines's. I can't talk. Mines's. A childhood friend of mine had a house. That wow. he lived in with his parents. Wow, that's crazy. What a weird we way would, to start a story. We would play Legos and watch TV and play video games and things. And he had the movies on 
VHS. We watched them. Uh-huh. I got them on VHS. And I saw them in like like 96. They did the special edition remaster things of them. And I saw those in theaters with my dad, my wow. brother, probably, I think. Uh, and that was really cool to see them redone. And I've always hated them. They added a musical scene to... Uh, I hate I hate almost all the scenes that most most Star Wars fans complain. I hate all the scenes they like added. I like all the touch up stuff they do to the special editions. Like sometimes they like cleaned up some of the artwork and how it looked, and some of the special effects got fixed up. Uh, but anything that like changed the plot or added story, I just like get these scenes out of here. This is awful like Jabba the Hutt scene in A New Hope. That's just a total repeat of a scene you. It's it's a repeat of the Greedo scene, which takes place like right before it. Yeah. And then there's like the musical dance number thing they added into Return of the Jedi, which is so stupid. It's so stupid. I've been able to, I think I've seen enough times where I don't care about it anymore, but it definitely does deserve to not be in that movie. Yeah. Which I don't take off points for that being there because it's not in the original movie. Yeah. It's just George Lucas like screwing around. Um. Oh, and the stuff they did, the special edition uh, Empire Strikes Back stuff is cool, too, where they, like, um, made Cloud City look better. They basically, like, in the original Cloud City, it's all white walls. And then when they remastered it, they, like, took out the white walls and made them all windows so you could see the scenery. And it was, that's, like, a pretty cool change. Mm-hmm. It feels like a real place instead of just, like, a couple corridors they were filming in. <laughs> that's nice. See, that's how you should use stuff like that, not to change it. Yeah. Change the plot. The yeah, because the worst, the worst atrocity ever in Star Wars is making Han Solo shoot second after Greedo. Han shot first. Um, no, Han shot didn't shoot first. Han is the only one who shot. Han shot. That's what they should say. Han. Hashtag Han shot. Period. Because there wouldn't be a second shot if <laughs> the other way. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um, why did they change it? I'll, t- I'll tell you both. I'll tell you why they did change it and why they shouldn't have changed it. <laughs> they changed it because they thought it made Han Solo seem too like cold-blooded and he was just like killing a guy who wasn't even threatening him. But I don't know. Maybe that was the whole fucking point of him shooting first was to make him look like a jerk. The whole point is you watch that movie, Han Solo goes from the biggest dick in the world to saving the day. That's his arc the whole movie. The first couple scenes you see him in, he is a piece of shit. <laughs> he is treating uh he's treating Luke and, and Obi-Wan. He's like he's grifting them. Yeah. You know, he's trying to get a, he's he calling them suckers and he's planning with Chewbacca how he's gonna like how he how he's like, boy, these guys are desperate and like all that shit. He has no whatever. You get to the Death Star, uh, you know, he um doesn't wanna He's like, why am I rescuing Leia? And, and then Luke is like, because there's a reward. She's a princess. And he like perks up. He's still a piece of shit. He's a little better because he's at least gone on the journey. He gets to the end. He gets his reward. And then he bails on everyone. Still a jerk. <laughs> and then you're supposed to love him because he because you, you're, you're mad because he's like, you're, you realize you want to root for this guy. and He's a cool guy, but he is being a jerk. Uh, and then he comes back in and he saves Luke. Amazing, right? Like this what, whole what, thing. Yeah jerk to hero and the whole time you want to cheer for him but you can't him shooting first is supposed to be illustrating that fact you're supposed to see him be a ruthless jerk (laughs) shooting first uh i mean he know i mean he's not he's i think it makes him look stupid to make him shoot 
after Greedo because like he's supposed to know Greedo is a scumbag. He's a bounty hunter. He threatens to kill him. He's talking about killing him. <laughs> Shoot the guy. Uh, he's he's well within his in his right as like a kind of a bad character, like a a, um, a meanish character, cranky character to shoot first and changing it just like alters his whole, alters his whole deal in that movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> why are you giving him nice guy moments while he still has mean guy moments to come? <laughs> and he still has mean stuff to do like in the uh, later movies too. Like, um, you know, he's trying to flirt with Leia when they're in the giant worm <laughs> and he's still like kind of like that's where he gets called like scruffy looking is in the the you know in the hot on hoth and it's when leia kisses luke in the weirdest scene <laughs> in the whole thing <laughs> another thing i'm very willing i mean that's like the kind of thing like i don't know how people want that to be addressed like yeah you kind of don't want like don't just stop the movie wait a minute I kiss my sister. Like, that's such a dumb <laughs> thing to put in there. I feel like it's something he uh, pushes down as much as possible. Yeah. And I mean, fine. You know, you don't know it. You don't know it. I mean, how were you supposed to know? <laughs> how was he supposed to know? That's true. I mean, certainly I don't think the movie would have been written that way had they planned out the movies in advance. Yes. Yeah. But they're not really planning the current movies in advance either. So. That's true. <laughs> okay. Matt. Yeah. Before I ask you if you have anything else you want to add, um, I need you to rank the droids. The droids. Uh, in which quality? Which, like, I love them the most. I Most essential? Most, because this is, it's honestly, honestly, it's the same answer for all of these, but. My, <laughs> I, I want to say most love, because my list is going to be most love. Okay. Who I give the most love to? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I love them all. That's fair. But there's one droid that I don't think gets enough love. People, for some reason, I don't think understand this droid's deal. I wrote a whole blog post about this droid once and how this droid helped me recognize that The Force Awakens was a good movie. This droid's in The Force Awakens. That's the spoiler about who's my number one is. This droid, it, Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars without this one guy. His name is C-3PO. <laughs> and I know that is a pretty hot take. That C-3PO take. is amazing. Uh, but he is so great. He is f- the funniest of all of them. Because his jokes aren't just him being like, there's K-2SO, which is the Rogue One robot. Mm-hmm. And there's the one that I can't never remember its name. because Well, I've only seen Solo once, so whatever. But that robot uh she's really sassy also very good and funny i don't fucking give a shit none of them are c3po his humor is the driest thing when he's like basically shouting about how he's a people person he has like arcs there's like jokes that pay off like that's the problem with like i guess it's a problem with well (laughs) r2d2 does have these kinds of jokes because he's been in enough movies and has enough of like, BB-8's great, Ugh. but he doesn't really have the arcs that, like, R2-D2 will have, where, like, R2-D2 almost has, like, jokes that pay off later, and I think C-3PO is the same way, and any of the one-off movie ones, like K2SO or whatever, it's like, he's great, but he only gets one movie, so, like, his jokes are just, like, snippy and, like, yeah. scattered throughout the movie, whereas, like, 
C-3PO literally has like stuff that like they'll hit in like every movie, like, you know, his like odds of survival and like how different people react to that. And um, just the way he gets, he inserts himself into scenes. Like he's so awkward. (laughs) He's me if I was a robot, I guess. (laughs) And I just love all that stuff. I love. And some people throw him some shade for being like annoying or dumb or something. I'm like, that's his whole point. He's a protocol droid. He's supposed to be great at people interactions. It's his whole deal. He's a translator. He's supposed to know people. He even like talks about how he's like a great people person kind of thing. But he's bad at it. That's the whole joke. <laughs> so anyway, C-3PO is great. I do also think then K2SO is probably K2SO. Mm, I wish there was more BB-8 in the last jedi because that might bump him up my, in my list because otherwise k2so is so funny in rogue one. Oh god he's so good in that movie <laughs> so i'm gonna go c3po mm. c3po k2so r2d2 bb8 oh, wow. um the one from solo and then um well, so I like I like the one that uh, works for Jabba the Hutt, who uh, sentences, uh, who like tells R two D two to shut up and be quiet, or he'll disintegrate him or whatever. Um. Oh, and then there's then my la- my least favorite droid is the uh, one with the bad motivator from A New Hope that uh, Luke and his dad try or his uh, uncle try to take, and then he short circuits. Although without that happening, none of the movies happen. Wow. Um, I don't know. They're all great. That's the thing about them. They're, They're all so all great. all perfect. I'm pro-droid. I'm pro-droid. Okay. Are you want to hear my ranking? I think uh, it should be fairly do. obvious. He's my number one. BB-8. <laughs> BB-8. Guys, I can't tell you guys how much I love him. When he runs into R2-D2 to, to get R2-D2 to wake up so cute that is quite a scene i know it's so sad it just keeps running into him oh oh man the i have to i'm just gonna jump in for the, no please do if oh. it's about bba just always jump in well i'm sorry that it's not quite about him but it's a pro about last jedi so maybe that counts that does count uh r2d2 showing luke the hol- the uh, the hologram from a new hope uh. when he he because he luke is like blah 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 whatever and then he does that i was like I wanted to like tear my head off and throw it in the trash. I was like, I was like, I, I, I don't remember if I cried or not, but I, I think it like, it struck me in such a way where like, I almost like, I think it was in too awkward of a, of a part of a movie for me to even cry. I was like, so like, oh my God, I, I put me through all kinds of emotions. I, couple that, things. <laughs> Can I keep going? I, that's just like one of the most, I think because so the original three Star Wars movies, I watched one as a kid when I'm a kid. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry at anything in any of those movies. <laughs> if I saw like, if I, I bet if I saw like Empire Strikes Back as an adult for the first time and had never gotten anything spoiled, I would probably find like Luke finding out Darth Vader is his father. That That's like something that would make me cry. Um, But like, you know, none of the, the prequels don't have anything cry worthy in them. <laughs> They're so stupid. <laughs> and then, Maybe you'd cry in like just as sadness and disappointment. And then like Force Awakens, I don't think there's anything in that that's really like all that. Oh, well, ha- oh, Han getting killed. Ugh. I probably I think I probably did cry at that. Um but like yeah, it's oh, it's so uh, that's so crazy. But him showing that little hologram is like 
there's so much so just, everything comes flowing which brings me back to r2d2 having stuff that pays off like throughout the movies like that moment obviously means nothing if he's not like yeah. the same droid doing yeah. it twice um uh yeah okay back to bb8 I love BB-8. BB-8's great. Um, and, and Last Jedi, when he takes down that thing in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's a moment that the second time when I watched Last Jedi, I was like, oh, BB-8's doing that. This makes, this scene's better. <laughs> BB-8 made it better. <laughs> um, um, when he, in, when they go see oh, the woman on the island, and he's like going down the steps, like, like has to, oh God, it's so funny. And then when there, oh, yeah. um, the, the spaceship is, the I think it's Millennium Falcon. It's like he has to like yeah, and he springs all of his springs out. Ugh. Yeah, I mean him and yeah, I'd say like he has some of like the top. He's just he's just like a standout star of I love um him. of Force Awakens, which I think is what makes that movie like that's partially what makes that movie so good is like all the stuff BB-8 does, and some of that stuff is like nonstop. All that's like yeah, the droid please and the the like a lot of stuff like goes. Back to back to back to back, yeah. and he's like a real character in that yes. movie. He's not a real character, and as he's not the same, he seems more of a tag along in um, the Last Jedi, which that's not a complaint I have. I know I complain a lot, but that's just an observation. He's like, yeah, his personality doesn't come out nearly as much as it does in the Force Awakens. Oh, I love BB-8 so much. Um. Anyway, so BB-8 is my favorite droid. <laughs> Honestly, BB-8 is my favorite character. I'll say it. Um, oh, favorite character. Uh, and then I'd have to go with. In terms of droids, you uh-huh. think about your favorite characters. While I'm thinking about my favorite droids. I was, yeah, I'm. Um, I would go R2D2. Mm-hmm. I'd go. What was the KS? K2SO. K2SO. So sassy. So mean. So mean. So good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then C-3PO. And then maybe Han Solo's guy. Now we're enemies. C-3PO at the bottom. I would, I would, listen, I like him. I am also, TBD Podcast is a pro-droid podcast. We are. Uh, uh, totally bodacious droids. TBD. <laughs> My brother has a little mini uh, BB-8. Oh, uh, oh! I should have said this. My brother loves Star Wars. I think he has similar opinions to Last Jedi as you do. Can't wait to hear him tweet at us, <laughs> tweet at me even. You tweet right at me. Tweet your opinions. I have so many. Um, I I I don't really have a favorite character. I wanted to be able to say I have one. I have char- Like I think I love that it's the universe. Like that it's such a collective group of stuff. Um. I mean, I, like, they're so great. It's like, I love Leia. I love Han. I love Luke. I love Chewie. I'm naming pretty much everybody right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish uh, the best for them all. I like them all. I root for them all to win. I just hope BB-8 gets his due. And I, and I like, yeah. I think I also like I'm not a contrarian in that none of the villains are really any of my favorite characters. Like I all like I want them all to lose. Like I'm like make them all lose. I mean I guess you can be a good character and just me root against you, but like, like I hate them all so much that I'm rooting against them all all the time. Like Spike and Buffy at first and then he becomes a good guy. Ugh. Yeah. 
which would you almost think might happen to Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi. He, you're getting these kinds of teases that he might be yeah. a good guy or a bad guy or whatever, and he just turns out to be a freaking maniac. <laughs> um, my, I think my sister-in-law's favorite character is Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. She loves him. I do love when he, in The Force Awakens, just like destroys that console and just is slashing at it. And those two stormtroopers are about to walk by and they see he's like slashing at this computer and they just like turn around and go the other way. <laughs> it's a good bit. Or Matt, the death, or Matt, the technician or whatever, when it's like the undercover boss sketch on SNL was with Adam Driver. Oh, yes. And he, yes. he's like, that Kyle Ryan, pretty cool guy. <laughs> That's all pretty good. Um, yeah, he does good stuff, but I'm just, I like, I guess I like rooting against him. <laughs> That's fair. But I never, I don't like, even though, and Darth Vader is super cool too, but like, I mean, his like choking scene in Rogue One gets me really hyped, but, and I guess he's a good character, but I don't want to call him one of my favorites because he's evil. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Um, Matt, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I just want to say this is the record for longest podcast we've done. Is it really? (laughs) Um... We really got into it. You flashed it at me and I could not read it. I flashed at you and we were already way over time. (laughs) And and I knew we were like still ranking stuff and I was like, oh boy. (laughs) But it's Star Wars. If people want to listen to the whole thing, they'll listen to the whole thing. And uh, it's worth it. And, you know, maybe there'll there'll probably be more Star Wars talk to come. But I figured we should get it. We should kind of just get it on the record. (laughs) Talk about some of it. Yeah. Uh, do a big Star Wars summer blast. There's not going to be another Star Wars movie for a while. Not till next December, December 2019. Over a year from now. TBD goes to the movies. We could do it. TBD goes to the movies. Sometimes maybe we should do some more weird special stuff like that. We just like go see a movie. I'll take, I'll take you to go see uh, a a Marvel movie after you've seen none of them. Just like the most obscure, not obscure, but like the most, like the next Avengers one. I feel like you need to have so much information for that one, which honestly I do have. I've looked up how they all go. Um, yeah, but there's such, you gotta, to get the full effect, you really. Okay. Okay. Um, they're also really good. And also the next one to come out is Captain Marvel, which I think you said you were going to see. Oh no, I am going to see because I do love Brie Larson. So, well, let's go and then we could have our TBD right after it. It's next March, I think is when it comes out. But Ant-Man and the Wasp was the previous, that one just, that one came out. Yes. So now there's not another one until Captain Marvel. No. All right. We are a pro droid and pro Brie Larson podcast. I'm t- making that true of us. Um, yeah, well, I, um, I don't really know much about her, but she's playing Captain Marvel. So I'm down with that. She's at NB Adams and Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know who she is. I still don't know her that well, though. <laughs> um, all right. Are we good? I think we're good. You don't have any corrections because we are the second podcast of the day. <laughs> we, if you guys have just things you want to say, we have so many different ways to communicate with us. Yeah. Get on us. Get on us. Get at us. Um, Get to us. Is there a specific thing we should say people should do? Um if, if you haven't listened to any all the old episodes, go check some out. This is number like 23 or 24. So if got a whole lot of stuff. If you have not left us a five-star iTunes review, go do that. There. We each, we each plugged a thing that was our own thing. If you have four stars, honestly, right now, keep them to yourselves. Maybe when we're huge, then you can give us four stars. Yeah. 
be weird if whatever um we don't really we don't ever you and i don't really ever do plugs on this that aren't for the podcast so i think we deserve this we deserve to plug the own thing yeah we don't have we have we do have outside ventures but we don't we rarely plug them i feel like it's hard to plug an improv show which is mostly what i do yeah i could do it but i just i wait till guests are on that are also on my same improv teams and i let them plug stuff closing up the plug bag. <laughs> sorry this is the second that's the second county bang bang thing we did today because we did the been a while on the last week's episode so you, if you listen to these back to back you'll uh be on the inside <laughs> jokes also watch episode five of the good place um you should have watched that in between the two episodes oh like yeah no if you don't watch listen to the good place in between you'll have you'll not be able to follow the conversation yeah a lot of, honestly just go watch the good place a lot of third season out in september episode five all right um i think that's good you don't have anything to say about star wars right right now um no i enjoy them all i can't wait for the next one maybe i'll call this episode star wars episode one or something <laughs> or like um the f- star wars colon the first episode <laughs> or something i feel like it's gonna come back <laughs> um or no you know what i'll do is i'll just call it star wars and then when we do a second one, I'll go back and change this one to be called episode four. <laughs> I needed a joke on this episode. So there's my joke. <laughs> All right. Um, Nothing. Wait, I'm, I'm, I don't have anything else I wanted to say, except for I love BB-8. I love BB-8 too. But C-3 was better. Uh, wow. <laughs> hey everyone, I've been Matt Armando. I continue to be Emily Riggins and I continue to love BB-8. And this has been Totally Bodacious Droids. <laughs> With Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye. C- C3 Rue is the best. Uh, bye. BBA, BBA, BBA. <laughs>